Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, it's Kishan, a science educator, and welcome back to T42. It's our best friend podcast where we talk about whatever the friend we want. For the avid listeners amongst you, I'm sure you've already picked up on the difference. The other half of the podcast, some would say my better half, Joel Tan, is no longer with us. That's right, let that sink in, dear listeners. The Joel Tan we all know and love is gone never to return. This is a difficult day. Joel, if you're listening somewhere in the ether or wherever it is you might be, know that we love you and miss you and think of your gin-soaked shrieks fondly. These are truly unprecedented times. But as they say in the business, the show must go on. And in the spirit of pivoting to a new normal, we interviewed a bunch of co-hosts to keep this Best Friend podcast alive. And let me tell you, dear listeners, this was no short list as news of our minor fame stretched across GRCs. So in this episode, it's all things new. Coinciding with our return to the airwaves, I want to introduce our brand new co-host, the newest addition to T42. Hailing from distant lands, may I present Joel Tan the Clean. Hi everyone, it's me, Joel Tan the Clean. Clean from what, you may ask? Ketamine? Heroin? Gin? Perhaps all the above. I have been on a cleanse, a retreat, what some of you may call rehab. And I have now returned clean and pristine like a baby's asshole. I'm so glad to be part of the T42 family. Thank you, Jotan the Dirty, for letting me take your place. These are big, gout-ridden shoes I have to fill. And I hope I do you, your memory, and our dear listeners justice. Alright, I think we owe you guys an explanation. Right, Kishan? Yeah, I think we do lah. Ayo, we become that podcaster where we owe people explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? I am in fact Jotan the Clean. Yeah, I have in fact gone on a social media cleanse. You have? I have, I have. I've been off social media every single platform for the past, I want to say, almost three weeks now. It blows my mind. Why does it blow your mind? No, it's just a difficult thing to do. It's not that difficult. But that's because you're three weeks in. Yeah, let me just tell you that like, even the on day one of my social media cleanse, right, I felt like, wow, I don't miss it and I still don't. That's and, amazing. Yeah, and actually, like, and a big part of why we took this long break had to do with, like, um, you know, social media. I was in a very bad, like, mental health space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which led to Kishan and I having this incredibly stupid, stupid. fucking fight. It was, it was such a, such a stupid fight. <laughs> like, the TLDR of this fight is that we both went to this party, and to the host of the party who's listening... If you're listening, it was a fabulous party. It was. Yeah. I enjoyed myself tremendously. If we behaved badly, it was because of my mental health conditions. 
it's, it says nothing about you. No, not at all. You know, anyone else at the party, but Kishan ended up, Kishan and I, at the end of the night, at like, what, 4, 5 a.m.? Yeah, 5 a.m. about Standing there. at like the, the, the lobby cup, of nah. some like, at the condo in Ansiang Hill Absolutely Just like started screaming at each other We screamed at each other leh. Was that crying? There was, was crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know I like I was like it's not even, There's no point going into the specifics Even of this fight Not worth But like You know Kishan and I have talked about it And like, yeah. I've come to the conclusion Independently of him yes. That it was because I was in a very bad Mental health space mm. That had to do with Like the way I was feeling About my body mm. And myself mm. And I've I'm, It clicked into my head Like a, a couple of days After we had this fight Kishan That it had something to do With like visibility And Right the way like I was projecting myself outward into the world through social media mm. and the way I was so consistently concerned and obsessed with that projection right. that was actually like turning in making me turn in on myself in a very bad uh, in a kind of really toxic way mm. yeah and you know like what's the bell yeah, now that I've been on social media rehab, right? I feel like, yeah, so much clarity. You know, so much clarity. To take things, to take this a little bit further, th- this is not a new realization for you. We've talked about the detriments of social media, ah, right? Yes. And, and specifically with you also, right? Mm. So you, you, you know what social media does to you, especially in terms of body image. Yeah. And like you talked about with, with, with gay men and, and, yeah. and using it as a dating app and everything. Yeah. But even with that realization, you're saying that. That, that wasn't enough. Like, you couldn't still access social media with that realisation. You need to cut yourself no, off No, I it. think, like, what it was for me was that, that I have no, like, innocent, healthy way of using social media. Yeah, it's like... Maybe it's, maybe because for me, like, my main social media outlet was Instagram, right? Which is so fixated on, like, images. Definitely. And, like, I was just... I realised it reached a point where I was just, like, seeing all these images of really beautiful men. Right. Or beautiful queer people who mm. would not, like, you know, that I could not, like, have. <laughs> no, I see. Yeah, okay. and then it just made me very, like, depressed somehow. Okay. And then, and then, obviously, the podcast came into play as well because it's just like what does it mean for some if I'm having this kind of like allergic reaction to visibility to week after week put out like an episode right like hour long episode yeah so I just I think I just needed a break from like that kind of exposure right that that, that, because like I would listen back to my voice and you know like really fucking cringe yeah it made me so angry when like in that period, I would listen to myself and I just like... Even like, on the podcast? Like yeah. you would listen to an episode? No, I think like basically what had happened was like I dipped into this period of intense self-loathing. Like deep, Gosh. deep self-loathing. Okay, like okay. it was like... And this was before I quit social media, right? Like I was telling you earlier today when mm. we met that I would like look in the mirror every day, scrutinize every single part of my body and do all... And say so all sorts of horrible things to the reflection in the mirror. And then like when... You know, so this like extends to when you listen back to your voice on a podcast right. and then it's just like, ah, oh, shut the fuck up, Joe. No one cares yeah. what you have the voice is an extension of another visible aspect of you, lah. Yeah, correct, correct. Right. Yeah. So was it difficult though? Like what? in the beginning, where, where, like any sort of drug where you where you where you, you might experience withdrawal, right? So this feels like a drug where you're experiencing withdrawal, right? Did you experience any? any I of think that? a little bit. Like literally, it was a muscle memory thing. Like I would wake up in the morning and then I would find my thumb like swiping the random. I'm, I, you know, like I'm, I'm only wow. mildly joking. Like I found myself reaching for my phone a lot, and then like forgetting that I didn't have Instagram because I deleted the app. Right, I, see. I didn't have these things to scroll. Uh-huh. Through, yeah. But then now I realize. Then the next, the, the what? One of the great things that happened was like shortly. You know, a few days after I went off all the platforms, right? Like I sat down on the couch and finished reading a novel in practically one day. 
I just sat on the couch and read a whole book because you have no dis- you had no distractions. Yeah, and then you know recently my I've been finding more headspace to do my writing yeah. and other things, and like I just generally also feel a lot less angry and self loathing. Mm. So like you were saying, ha- you feel less anxious as well, and a lot less anxious. Yeah, so I feel like got got some got some truth here lah. Yeah lah, uh. social media is a demon lah. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, I really feel like we should all like, especially people in our generation, right? Truly. You're just now we should all migrate off it, don't you think? Oh. I'm beginning to sense that there's something kind of satanic about social sure. media. Like you, we were talking about this earlier, right? About yes. how like um, that, what was that whistleblower from Facebook? Yeah, so basically someone who worked in Facebook went on this whole whistleblowing thing, uh, to a news agency saying that uh, Facebook actually knew of the detriments that social media had, but they just kept it under wraps because they were they right. just wanted money, profit over yeah. safety, right? Profit over safety. Yeah. yeah. And what were some of like the detriments that they had? So it was uh the ones that I read on read up on. It was specifically on how uh, social media affected uh, the body image of uh, young girls. Uh, uh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, very yeah. much. Very and much. Uh, okay, so like when I, I began to notice this thing, right, when like um, social media, uh, Instagram specifically, right, through its algorithm, had figured out that I was a homosexual. Right? Hi, gay. Hi, gay. <laughs> yeah, and then it started pushing all of these like Instagram gay photos at ah. me and, and, and like, you know, massaging my viewing in that direction, right? And oh, then I sure. think like a huge part of my kind of distress on the app had to do with being exposed to you know people's oh. projections of their own aesthetic and physical beauty right and that was a problem for me yeah yeah so 100% yeah, understand. I think, I, I yeah. think that, that, that was it the algorithm sort of showed uh, young yeah. girls uh, all these images of what they're supposed to look like yeah. and it just harmed their mental health yeah. yeah and like I consider myself somewhat like low-key resilient mm. when it comes mm-hmm. to this because I've been negotiating this for, for years right since yeah. way before you know social media became what it is today yeah. like you know we were having this chat earlier about how horrible it must be to be a, like a teenager exactly or a Gen Z kid right yeah. now go, whose like entire sort of like self you know negotiation of self has happened primarily on these platforms like it must be hard yeah the, the whistleblower said that studies were done uh, with this with these teenage girls who recognized the harm that mm. that social media was doing, so they they they, they were aware of it, mm. but they couldn't put it down. No, because this was their access to to friends, friendship, sociality, yeah, to everything. So to huh? put it down would be to, to to remove yourself entirely from that because they just couldn't understand how to function without it, which was horrifying to read, lah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and as elder millennials on Indeed. the tail end of like this accursed generation right <laughs> we have like a dual vision do we not yeah like, where we, lucky, we, we, yeah. we see we were able to kind of like self-actualize independently of the internet yeah but then we've also kind of been able to lean into like the pleasures and you know as it turns out like the horrors yeah. of the internet so we have a kind of understanding like indeed like some kind of this uh, flexibility we yeah. did, la. but I really feel huh, we should all start migrating off social media like yeah. the elves you know in Lord of the Rings Correct. like when Sauron appears right they're like okay bye nope gone <laughs> and then they like leave Lothlorien <laughs> And set on the sa- on the, on the ship and go off yeah. into the far away sea, right? Yeah, I don't I know. know where they went. Uh. Last time the Earth was flat, I think they just fell off. Eh. Well, wherever <laughs> it is, I'm sure it's a lot better than like you know an orc ridden. <laughs> Like Middle Earth Truly right? Does not social media Sometimes feel like It's a land full of Orcs and trolls Yeah very yeah. Trolls, trolls. <laughs> There you go Yeah <laughs> No and also Another thing that I realised Right that as a writer And like social media Is just not good for my mind I think Explain It's just the So I, I would go on these walks And runs right And then like I would see something And then like I had these observations Or thoughts right That I would normally Have just broadcast On either Twitter Or Instagram via a story or whatever, but that I now just like recorded into my notes app on my phone, which actually feels a lot more like sane 
because it's like these are raw thoughts, right? That I put into a kind of repository of things that I can look back on and reflect and that might make it into my writing. Oh, and that's yeah, really great. I, I just feel like, you know, mm. I relish having this opportunity to workshop my thoughts and ideas a bit more before making them public. Right. And I was thinking a lot about what Michaela Cole said when she won the, 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 the Emmy, Emmy yeah. for her writing on um, I May Destroy You. And she had, she had gone on about this, the idea of visibility, right? And right. how like there is this pressure nowadays for all of us who work in you know in the creative fields, writers, actors, whatever, to be visible mm. and to constantly put on record our thoughts and opinions on something yep. and to just kind of like traffic in this economy of hot takes and traffic in this economy of like um, our, <clears throat> you know, our views, right? And, yeah. and Sometimes and unsolicited. Yeah, sometimes yeah. very often unsolicited is literally like nobody asks and it's like, here's oh, what I think. Correct. Right? And then you're kind of like giving giving our giving our writing away in a way mm. you know I was texting Pooja our friend about this Michaela Cole thing and then she and I was like saying oh my god I'm so shook and like impressed by what she said and then Pooja texted me back going like yeah it's really great until you've seen the same video or the same clip or the same quote like so uh, circulated on social media at nauseam it was and I was just like oh of course like this wonderful sensitive nuanced thing that she said will be completely circulated to the point of like parody on the internet yeah. truly the internet is, is own best parody of itself <laughs> yeah so I don't know I just felt like at that moment like oh okay it felt good to be away from that economy for a little bit yeah. you know what I mean I mean I'm, I'm very glad that you took the time mm, thanks, thanks and I'm very yeah. glad that you are now clean uh, yeah clean clean <laughs> I'm uh, three weeks clean guys well yeah. hi my name is Joel hi Joel and I am three weeks clean mm. so you know Joel mm, yeah. since you've been off social media for so long correct, right? correct. and now that you are Clean. Mm. <laughs> the clean. The clean. I thought like I'll just do you a solid of uh-huh. just updating you about what what's what in the in the in the in the internet sphere. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I've been living under the metaphorical rock. Yeah, I, I know nothing. Correct. Like I, I literally know nothing. <laughs> like nothing. Ignorance is bliss, lah, sis. Yeah, correct. But but because we need to do an episode. <laughs> yeah, no. And like it's like actually the future. What does this augur for the future of our podcast when I no longer know what's happening in the world? <laughs> Maybe every episode you're just updating me. Correct. Or it's what's like, happening? It's like news. Yeah. It's <laughs> Basically the news. No, I mean it's shocking how like how much like news I get from social media. Oh, me too. Yeah, I get all my news. But from then also media. like you start wondering, right? Is it news? Correct. You know, it's like is it newsworthy or is it just like stupid? You Clickbait. Know? Like so much of the stuff that we think is like news, news is, is really just like news. stupid shit. Oh, right? very much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, please, please uh, do continue the yeah. update. Yeah. So, yeah. so mm. I've I've come up with like five things that I think I think uh, you should know. Really? Yeah. Only five? <laughs> oh, no, we only have time for five. We only have time it for five. It will go on for like three weeks. Correct. Yeah. Like, better not. Like, better not. <laughs> so, oh, I'm so excited. The very <gasps> the very first thing I want to update you on yes. that I think you must know <laughs> is the Bruaha over the PSLE question. What? Wait, no, what? You don't know every year there's always some Bruaha over a mathematics PSLE question. Not every year. Every <laughs> year there's always some nonsense. Oh, no. Yeah. So over wait, so like it's a public brouhaha over a PSLE question. Yeah. So so what happens is when the kids go and take the PSLE for mathematics, right? Ah, uh, yeah, for our dear foreign listeners, all, all five, five of, of them. <laughs> PSLE means primary school leaving examination, and Correct. it's something that uh, students take at the end of their sixth year of primary school to yeah. like uh, to torture them to torture them. <laughs> Uh, and to traumatize them, Correct. but most importantly, to send them off to secondary education. That's mm, right. That's correct. right. And every year, there's always one particularly horrendous math question that sends parents in a tizzy. You no, know, 
uh, asking MOE like, how dare you set this very difficult question? And so this is the question oh, for I'm this so, year. Oh, I'm nervous. This is the question. I'm just going to read out the question, okay? Okay, okay. Helen and Ivan had the same number of coins. Helen had a number of 50 cent coins and 64 20 cent coins. Wait, wait. A number of 50 cent coins and 64 20, 20 cent, cent coins. coins. Okay. okay. These coins had a mass of 1.134 kg. Wait, what? Ivan had a number of 50 cent coins and 104 20 cent coins. Question A. Who has more money in coins and by how much? Question B. Wait, B? <laughs> Given that each 50 cent coin is 2.7 grams more heavier than the 20 cent coin, what is the mass of Ivan's coins in kilograms? So, <laughs> so sis, did you catch the grammar? Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, say again. <laughs> wait, the, the grammar mistake? Yes. The heavier? More heavier. More heavier. Yeah. Ah, wrong, cannot. So parents were all in a TZ going like, what kind of mess questions is this? Wait, now wait, grammar are they, wait, wait, now I'm confused. Are they upset at the difficulty of the question or the more heavier? They're upset over all of it. They're upset the fact that the question is perceived to be difficult and that the students may not have understood because of the grammar error. Can I just say, by the way, <laughs> as like a long time like uh, enemy of the math curriculum in Singapore, <laughs> like, I was always very bad at it at school, right? Like, to, in a surprise to no one, I've never been good at maths, right? This sounds fucking difficult. Like, mm. when did they, they, I don't remember them like teaching math mm. in primary school math. God. Like, last time all we did was like draw models and then it's always like Ali and Sarah and like, because the Chinese right. girl always had like an, an ambiguously unethnic name, Correct. right? Correct, yeah. she really did. Yeah, but then like, it was like, what? Wait, wait, I'm so, trying to say. So the fallout from this was that parents were left super speechless because... Wait, how come the parents have access to the questions? No, no, like? because what happened was that kids at the end of paper one, apparently this was a paper one question, went home crying, called their parents oh, no. and said like, mommy, mommy, very difficult. Okay. But what the newspaper reported was that kids were crying, begging for more time. Oh my God. Uh, apparently some tossed their desks out of frustration. <gasps> what? And one kid vomited. So... <laughs> A child vomited. Oh Over my man. god! It's so, like, it, <laughs> so, so, but but these were all just uh, taken from parents like like WhatsApp group. They, they were so angry. Oh, which could also be a bit dramatic, right? Which yeah, could be very dramatic. So this basically went on for like three days, where people were so upset, so upset. But of course, to be honest, I was looking at the question. I go like, actually, the question is not that difficult. If you draw model, your kids, your kids should be able Kishan, to. Can I just say you have like an advanced degree? <laughs> no. And you are a science educator. No, it's true lah. And I, I know it's a little bit. It's I, a little bit unfair. I <laughs> am thirty-four years old and three weeks clean from social media, and have a master's degree. Right, this question threw me in for a loop. <laughs> I would be vomiting. Yeah, but the, the idea is that you, the, the, this for these kids. This is the first set of kids, the first cohort that is taking the PSLE under a different scoring system. What it, is the new scoring system? The new scoring system is banded, so you don't need to score as many points as you need. Uh. For you to be in the first band, you need to score full marks or up to like 90 or something like that. I That's, don't know the exact yeah, details. Okay, okay. So, so it's it's banded. So people need to chill out. And I think, and I think, and I hold this, I, I still think this for a very long time. I've thought this for a very long time already. I think a lot of the stress for, from my education system comes from parents. And parents do this to kids sometimes. Right. You know? But don't you think also part of the sentiment is like, why does the PSLE question need to be so fiendishly difficult in the first place? Mm. Unless your contention is that actually it's not that difficult. I think it's, I, I think it's something that's doable. So when I checked, and, and I checked with some of my uh, friends who are teaching in primary schools, and they go like, actually, this one is not very difficult. Uh, it's, not a bit, it's like some things that they, they would know how to do. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, lo. 
So I just think parents sometimes freak out because they want the best for their kids. And I understand where this is coming from. Right. But they o- might not see that they're also causing a lot of stress to the so children. So actually, right, like my advice, I guess, to, you know, future primary six students is like, if you see a question like this, just don't answer it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can probably get by without answering this or one question. Or just do your best and then get working mark, then don't get the answer mark uh, or something. But like, la. just don't. You know, like what I used to do is like, if, I, if the question was too difficult, like rather than vomit, I just not answer <laughs> it. It's like life is too long to vomit about maths. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really like vomit, lad. No vomit. need. It's such a reaction, no right? No need. But sis, haven't finished. Oh, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> what? <laughs> but haven't finished. So, many companies and businesses took the piss at this. Oh. They took the piss at this entire situation for, for, their, for the benefit of their own business. So, let me give you an example. Oh, I shudder. DBS. DBS Bank Ah uh, okay Because this, coins yes. uh, this. So they said the whole question Right about the coins And everything And then they, and then they ended off with this As they were counting Their coins Jacob bought the last <laughs> Chicken wing Using DBS PayLah <laughs> <laughs> Just that Just that Correct Or pay now Or pay wave mm, It's and like then, <laughs> I got more examples Sister Singapore General Hospital <laughs> said this. They said the whole question and then went, Helen and Ivan <laughs> both washed their hands thoroughly with soap and water after fin- after they finished counting the coins. Be like Helen and Helen and Ivan. Well done. Oh my god, hilarious. Oh my god, I love a good piss take. And then LTA. Oh, of course. Our Land Transport Authority said, actually just ditch the coins and level up your commute with simply go instead. <laughs> That is what I would have said if I were a primary six student and I'm looking as like Helen needs to get pay now. <laughs> she needs no, not pay now, pay wave. Uh, yeah, she all of get it pay wave. It's like contactless. You know, like, yeah, you know, honestly, right? MOE is like, excuse me, this is 2021. Uh, can we update our game a bit? Like it's, nobody counts coins anymore. It's very can we find something else to torment our kids yeah, with? Yeah, it was very funny until you realize that there were kids actually suffering, and then these big businesses, some of them government also, took the piss <sighs> at the whole thing. So I was, I was, sit- I was sitting Wait. at this, just reading and thinking, okay, very funny, but also not in good taste. I don't know. <laughs> what is good taste anymore? What is good taste? Yeah. Actually, do you think it's because right the parents perceiving the difficulty because like they themselves sit down and read the question like Mila and then they're like oh my god what the fuck probably it's also because right in reality the way maths is taught in Singapore is like the, the application in real life is so far away from it's so far away from its real application right that like by the time you, you hit by the time you hit parenting age uh. <laughs> you read a question like this and you're going like huh yeah, you know that is the expression of how like you reach a certain age and you give back everything to your teacher. Oh, it's like, true. I genuinely feel that there's so much stuff in like even like primary school curriculum now that I would not be able to do. Yeah. Because like, it's the way that the tips and tricks yeah, of doing certain things that I don't know. It's more anymore. about answering questions yeah. than it is like knowledge. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I, I guess I understand what you mean. For me, it's like in primary school they learn all these wonderful tips and tricks and ways to see things. Uh. To answer those questions yeah. but, but after a while As it's you like, watch, you learn algebra give You back. know all these things You know all these formulas yeah. You're like Okay I'm done Actually could this problem Be solved with algebra It's basically algebra Yeah you could right. You could solve it with algebra But you could also do The model method Yeah or I don't know Just like uh, Just don't answer the question Next time <laughs> la. Yeah you, so If any children listening like, take, give, Coco Coco Joe give you permission Okay don't answer don't No answer. need to vomit please Just like, just, like Register a protest vote <laughs> And don't and don't fill anything in. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number mm. two. Yes. Number two is all about clowns. <laughs> what? <laughs> you must have heard about this. No. No. Clowns. So- <laughs> Wait. I might have seen a headline about clowns and like um 
some minister like berating the clown community. <laughs> I don't know what what's going on. <laughs> Basically, do, do I want to know? <laughs> no, th- this was both horrifying and very, very, very funny. So, um, police reports were actually lodged when a man dressed up as a clown was seen outside several primary schools, and the clown basically asked children to follow him, <laughs> promising sweets and money. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is this is it. Is this Stephen King's it? Apparently, uh, the clown was from this uh, enrichment agency. It was a marketing stunt by this agency called Speech and Academy, uh, uh, Academy rather, Speech and Academy Asia, an enrichment center. What? But yeah. why would you? So they, they do like drama and speech and drama kind of thing. So they thought like having a person dress up as a clown was a good way to like get like more clients for the for the enrichment center. But all it did was frighten children and primary schools had to send alert to parents. If you see the clown Please call the police I mean come on Like you work with children And surely you, you And don't tell me You're not aware of Like the almost Kind of mythic Like fear of clowns exactly. There's a fucking phobia uh, Like a clown phobia Out there I don't know what the name of it is Kurophobia Oh is it? Yeah. Oh my god <laughs> It's like, very very scary I don't scary. know who The moron who thought This was a good idea was yeah. And so they had to Publicly apologise Of course they did I don't know if they were fine But they had to Publicly apologise They even went on the news <laughs> Funny, I actually half expected to come out of school like hoping to see the clown because I was just gonna wait, scold wait, so him. So, like, which schools do you know were targeted uh, by the clowns? So, like, so, like, uh, which schools were targeted by, by the clowns? clowns? I never thought in my thirty-four <laughs> years that I would utter this like on the air anywhere. So, I think it was very east side because they went to Taunan school, some uh, schools, okay, okay. In, some primary schools in Bedok as well. Oh yeah. my god! So it was, it was, it was a thing, lah. Okay. What a way! What a marketing gimmick. I, I don't know if they will live to survive. No, I sh- I should hope not. But also, like, it's not a good time to be a primary school kid. Uh. <laughs> it's just no. I mean, okay. Like, so I read a headline yesterday about how like um they're not doing their year end uh exams for primary three and primary four kids. Yeah, because of the because COVID. of the disruptions, right? Yeah, it's like okay, yeah. I don't know. Like, it it can't be easy being a kid now. No, it's like what what is your childhood now? Mm. It's really like just go school, go home, wear masks. I like, think about that quite a bit also. Yeah. Like I'm looking at my, my kids and I go like your childhood now is actually very stolen, right? very compromised and but, it feels a bit sad. But like. I tell you they're all on the internet and they're spending way too much time on the internet. But they're, that exacerbates the whole yeah, situation, I think, right? right we're just like priming ourselves for like a bunch of like Helen and coins and clowns and COVID traumatized kids, right? Who are just going to be complete and utter fucking assholes on the internet in like five years yeah. we're all going to be victim to them we might they, yeah, they're going to become hackers and trolls yeah. and like we, um, do you know who they will scam they'll scam us like, because we'll be, scam old. Us. we'll be old by then right <laughs> it'll be like a love scam with some kid with a clown trauma yeah, who's like <laughs> can I, I was like <laughs> yeah, la, la, yeah, la. no I don't want love scam please don't love scam me it's, really, yeah, it's like hitting it where it hurts it's really t- <laughs> Oh my Goodness. god Okay is there more I yes. can't I'm already My armpits are already Sweaty from the horror Of the first two I can't believe There's three more <laughs> Number three. Oh no Ben's cookies Shut down in Singapore Yeah what? First of all Ben's cookies Like literally Had one outlet In Singapore right Two 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 Who was, Wait the, I know the underpass At Taka one Correct that Another the, one is at North, North Point Mall Or something like Somewhere in the north Oh like. Johor la. Okay fine <laughs> The yeah, JB outlet The sure. JB outlet Yeah Wait so, uh, why is this Like new <laughs> So no This was particularly Irritating for me Because it exploded All over social media No it didn't No it did Because they announced That they were going To shut down And with their shutting down oh, Came an no. offer Because apparently One of their cookies Cost like 
two ninety five or something like that. And be- because they were shutting down, they were selling seven cookies for seven dollars. And you know how Singaporeans love a good discount. Yes. This means that one cookie is now a dollar leh. Wow. Do you know that so many people queued up at the Wisma Atria outlet right, that, that, they, they, uh, that they shut down three days earlier because they just ran out of cookies. That is amazing. And pe- on people's social media was just like, oh, I'm this, I'm here in the queue. I'm there in the queue. I okay. This irritates me. Yeah, exactly. This irritates me because this is a particular thing about Singaporeans that I cannot tahan. Never in your life, wait, yeah, would you have even bothered about fucking Ben's cookies. But just because Correct. it's now on discount, you will queue two hours just to post on Instagram that you managed to like get this good deal. Yeah, so it's like very scared to lose kind of oh thing, right? Oh my god. I hate it. Yeah, I really, 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 really cannot tahan. So I don't understand. It, it reminds me of how when Krispy Kreme first opened in Singapore, right? Uh, like, yeah. So one day I was in Orchard for some reason. I think that's where the first Krispy Kreme outlet opened at the basement of like... um. Maybe taka la. One of those la. And then I saw this ridiculous queue, right? That was snaking around the basement. I just like, what the fuck is going on? And then I was like, <laughs> donuts. And it reminded me yet, and that incident reminded me of how when I went to like Batam on like some army <gasps> cohesion trip, right? People, they organized that. Cream, right? People just lined up and came back with like boxes and boxes of crispy cream. Look at it. It's like, no way in hell will you eat any of those donuts. Le. It's like, why? I don't understand. Yeah. It's just it's like... It's all just scared, man. Scared, scared they lose out or, or they just want to say that they have it or uh, partook in the whole thing. I, d- I don't understand. Like. Are we being snots? Are we being snots, Kishin, do you think? Okay, I cannot, cannot stand the queue. So even if, if even if it's something that I really want to eat, right? If I see like five or six people in front of me, I'll be like, it's okay, I'll eat at the next store. And I, I I don't care enough. I hate right. wasting my time with queues. So I will publicly say that I, I I I hated what I saw. Yeah, it was just very irritating. Number four. Yes. Squid Game hype. Oh. Girl, this one I know only because Have right, you watched or not? No, I haven't But I've okay. seen it on my Netflix, obviously okay. And then I see only, right? And then I see number one in Singapore I know yeah. I know there's got to be some shenanigans around yeah. it And true enough, right? Practically every Zoom that I've been on In the past couple of weeks, right? There'll be at least one Squid Game mentioned Every Zoom? Every Zoom chat that I've been on what? Someone will bring up Squid oh, Game Oh, bring it up Yeah, oh. so I just know I just got, got one kind of like Rotten Squid smell, smell. Yeah. Uh, Got one <laughs> no. Squid smell I, okay, the premise of Squid Game is that it's like some weird dystopic thing where people hunt other people. Okay, so that's just that's just really it. It's just a game where the last surviving person wins. And a it's bunch Korean, of right? Yeah, it's Korean. Okay? okay, that's that's all you need to know to understand that these games that they're now playing, people are just replicating on on social media. Oh, but yeah. So 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 like, people are replicating this little like throw paper on the floor game. I don't know what it's called. People are replicating this one particular game um, where you have to make. A, co- a, a, a sh- caramelized sugar cookie thing with a shape in it, and you're supposed to cut out that shape. So it's it's just a game. It's a bit difficult that to explain. Very dangerous, by the way. Playing with like hot sugar. No, no. It's it's already made. It's already cooled down. Oh, so it's okay. just like a, a caramel thing with a shape like etched onto it, I'm, and you just wait, need to cut wait, it out. What? <laughs> like what? No, I'm sure if you watch Squid Game, you understand what I'm talking about. But the thing is, it's everywhere on social media. People are now putting out recipes on how you can make this caramel sugar cookie thing, uh, how you, what's the fastest way for you to etch out this shape, how to win. TikTokers are going crazy about this. The first game where people get shot when the music, uh, if you move and the music gets, when the music stops, it's just everywhere. And can I just say, maybe an unpopular opinion, I actually thought this show was full of just hype. You know, give it to the South Koreans though. They really know how to lean into something that will get lots of eyeballs. Oh, they for know sure. how to do it. Yeah. But it, I, I thought it was unnecessarily gory. 
I don't like too much gore because I just think it becomes masturbatory where you're just doing it because you just want to see how it pans out. Right, yeah. Like, you know, like just for the most masturbation. Yeah. It's like, I'm just doing it going like, hmm, how will it end today? <laughs> will it end? Will it end in will blood? It end in blood? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, just, I just thought it was very pointless yeah, And people just are going crazy about it. Even in schools, kids are bringing some of the games to like play with each other. I go like, alamak. So this hype thing, right, it really is just very okay, yeah. This, this actually makes me very grateful I'm not on social media because if I have to deal with this, right, I think I would like, yeah, I would, I would get, I would do something quite violent. <laughs> yeah. Very well, I'm, so, I'm so sorry for you and, no, la, yeah, for me, and, I just, and like, to our dear listeners flip. who are dealing with this like uh, Squid Game mania I now. Flip, I think la. it's a matter of principle of just not watch it. I'm just not watching. I mean, give it. Uh, I watch everything like times two speed. I'm very thankful that Netflix now has this like you can watch things at like K- multiple K- K- speed. What is the point of watching anything at point two? Oh no, because I don't like the gore, so I want it to just go quickly. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's the, like what kind of gore? Like hits exploding kind of gore. Uh, it's too much. Uh. people get shot and you get you see everything. Eee, the guts. Oh, uh, yeah. People eee. fall down. You see everything, oh. and I I don't want to see that. I really oh. don't want to see that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not oh. a fan of too much gore. No. Okay. Yeah. So I cannot. Okay. Okay. Squid Game. No. <sighs> Thanks. No. Next. The Next. last. Next. The last final thing, and I, I left this the last because I think we will have a lot to talk about. Oh, <laughs> we have oh a lot no. to say about this. Oh no. Self medicating with ivermectin. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Yes. This one I have caught whiffs of right. it. Okay. So a news article came out of a of a sixty five year old woman who was hospitalized after taking the medi- the medicine ivermectin, which is an anti parasitic drug. Uh, and she took it as a way to protect herself from COVID-19. And she did this on advice of her church friends from the Church of the Risen Christ, who urged her, firstly, not to get vaccinated. Urged her? Urged her. She said, no, no, don't get vaccinated uh, because you don't know what's in it, blah, 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 blah. I'm sure they, they, ha- they made some religious uh, adjacent argument. I'm not sure, but it's all o- o- online. You can find what out is all the information. All the, the chat? In- the information, yeah. Right. Yeah, because uh, this poor uh, woman, 65-year-old woman's granddaughter posted everything. She said, all of you should be ashamed. Oh, no. Yeah, what yeah. happened to the woman? So she's still in, uh, in stable condition in the hospital. Oh. The last I've heard. La. And this was um, yesterday, I think. Yeah. So she purchased the pills, these ivermectin pills, right, uh, from these church friends. Uh, she purchased about a thousand of these Wait, pills. What? Is from- it some kind of like black market? Yeah, so people. I mean, are, it does, this doesn't sound like the sort of thing you can get off the counter. I, I know it's illegal. I think you you, you can't buy. Uh, so I think it is illegal to purchase these sorts of medicines. So uh, investigations wow. are being carried out. Yeah, investigations these are being carried out. Dark web church people. <laughs> I'm impressed. Huh? Wow. So she purchased about a thousand of these pills for about hundred and ten dollars, and she became ill with fever and vomiting after the second day of self medication, and she was admitted to the hospital. When she became ill. And this is what made it particularly terrible. Oh, no. no one from the church came to visit her and she was kicked out of all of the chat groups where she bought the pills. The Telegram chat groups. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she was In just the out. name of all that is good and the risen Christ himself. <laughs> the hypocrisy. Yeah, so it's, it's oh, quite... Oh wow, that yeah. is so nasty. Ivermectin news is actually 
quite on the rise in the world uh, amongst anti-vaxxers because they just don't want to get vaccinated, right? And they think that because of false science, they think that this medicine is the cure. What, what is the logic here? Is it, what is the belief here that it can protect you from COVID? Where does it come from? Mm. Is it, it sounds very Trumpy to me. Uh, a bit, a bit. So, right, because uh, he was the one who was saying like, drink Clorox or whatever to, like, <laughs> so to, to clean out your system, right? <laughs> that was such a painful moment yeah. <laughs> in history. Yeah, so... Basically, people who who take these uh, th- this medication, they point to a number of scientific studies, la, which claim, uh, and they claim that evidence from these studies is being ignored or covered up. But reviews of these studies by other scientists show that there's a lot of problems with these studies. Uh, they cast serious doubt on a lot of this research, and some of the doubts include serious errors, falsified data, incorrect math. So all these incorrect studies are being basically put up on a pedestal by right. these anti-vaxxers. Right. And when people point out, they go like, no, this is wrong, this is wrong. They say like, nope, nope, you're working for Big Pharma. Nope, nope, nope. Does it actually work? Does ivermectin actually work? Yeah, the largest and highest quality study on ivermectin that was published in Canada found that there was actually no benefit to, to COVID at all. So stop taking it. The problem with people is that they take it and then they self-medicate. So instead of taking one, maybe they take a little bit, take a little bit more. Ah, uh, right. If they you, say like, I'm feeling a little less covidious now. Maybe I'll take more. Yeah. However. Yeah, those sorts of. Or maybe things. I'll crush some and snort it so that it can clean maybe, my nasal passages. Maybe. So we don't know how people are administering this drug. Oh, right? it's so infuriating. Yes. And it's just yeah. like incredible to me, like the the I mean with this specific story, the 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 horribleness of like throwing this woman under the bus and then not even like. Cl- you know, being accountable for what happened, you know, not even like uh, 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 coming up to say like, clearly this has gone wrong and we need to reflect on our actions. None of that. It's really no. just, just, you know, what if she died? In fact, a follow-up... What if she died, yeah, you know? A, a follow-up article asked if, like, I think, I don't know how they actually did it. They, they interviewed some of the people saying like, would you be deterred uh, from taking ivermectin considering what had happened right. to this woman? And some of these people who were not vaccinated uh, said no maybe she maybe this was a unique case I might still consider taking ivermectin so they were not deterred by the fact that she fell ill you know wow yeah. it's so incredible it's, it's so entrenched this this false belief this false understanding or this cherry picking of data is so entrenched that nothing can shake it no la, but they've always been very good at cherry picking yeah. you know like they cherry pick like uh, from the buffet of human knowledge you know, and 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 you add some of their own like colorful contributions here and there. So of the five things, right, Joel? Mm, yeah, yeah. Of these five things that we talked about, you, I, I refuse to believe that you didn't hear of any of them. Well, I I saw like passing mentions and a couple of headlines, but I didn't click to read because like yeah. they were sent to me on WhatsApp chats, you know, uh-huh. uh, and I just didn't pursue any of them in earnest because they also look at like, look like the kind of thing that made me roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, like, if I had been on social media, not only would I have been subjected to the actual thing, I would have been subjected to, like, all pe- like people's takes. I would have been subjected to the memes. No, yeah. I would have been subjected to the entire fucking, like, economy and circus of responses to this stupidity. And I feel like, is my life, like, enriched by any of this information? No. Do I resent you slightly for now introducing me to these things? Yes. Did I ask <laughs> for it? I suppose. <laughs> like, what is the point of this podcast? What is the point of anything? So speaking of updates, um, as we are recording this today, dear listeners, we have just witnessed on TV um, the Prime Minister delivering uh, an address on the COVID situation in Singapore, That's followed right. by a very long and tiring press conference yeah. with um, various concerned-looking Chinese men and one Indian man. <laughs> and one Indian man. 
like delivering the multi ministry yeah, task force. Yeah, the, the multi ministry task force, also yes. known as like the Lawrence Wong show, <laughs> or like a uh, four angry men. Were they angry? I don't know. They just look very concerned and upset. They do look concerned. Yeah, but anyway, you know, lots to talk about. Like, so like, what's the TLDR of like the entire? What well, was like? A, it felt like a two-hour, like uh, okay, situation. Th- I think that the TLDR of of Lee Sien Long's the PM's speech was that these increased numbers are expected given that we were COVID naive, right? Because we, we really worked very hard. Can I just say I don't like the term COVID naive? I think it's an actual medical term. I know, but it's something. just like, can we just use different language here? It just makes us all sound like, huh, what's COVID? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, we've all been going through this for the past 20 months or so, right? Can we not call ourselves COVID naive? It's uh, like, none of us is naive about this fucking disease. Okay, in terms of infection, we sure, were COVID sure, naive, sure, right? Sure, whatever. <laughs> so because we were COVID naive in terms of infection, Infection, um, as we opened up, we are we are gonna expect this large rise. Yeah, so, but this one we know very long already. I think many people were freaked out with the numbers because right. what while we knew while we knew that we were going to have to deal with infected cases, I think it went up quite large, which is what PM said also, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He said that it went up to a, a larger number than we expected and it put strain on the hospitals yeah, yeah. and the care so, facilities. Like, I think Big Brother Lee had to come in and intervene <laughs> because there was a lot, I think, in the past couple of weeks of dissatisfaction with what's been happening because months, like maybe two, three months ago, like they mm. were making this big bruhaha about living endemically with this fucking pandemic, uh, with this fucking virus, yeah. right? And going like, oh, we're just going to get used to it. But then like what happened immediately after that was that there was a spike in cases because of the you know it's an inevitable yeah. consequence of opening up and then like they they seem to retreat right That's and right. it seemed on the outset like bad like a contradiction absolutely and now i guess and and now looking back on it basically what it was was bad crisis communications right because if they simply say what they said today back then that like mm. actually what we are we were realizing is that like this search is coming about because like um, our population has not been so widely exposed to yeah. COVID. Blah, because blah, blah. we did yeah. so well when it first yeah. broke out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is actually a natural consequence and our, we are, you know, we're taking a step back because like we need to be able to, to weather this search before we can start opening. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. You know, it's All like, of that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, so fine. And it was very sound yeah. reasoning. It was sound yeah. reasoning. And in fact, like today when I was listening to the speech, I was just like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> this is why, like, okay, fine. Let's, like, you know, I, can, I can tahan, like, two people in a restaurant without any music for a little while longer. Yeah. It's just, like, can you, like, let us know, you know? Just, mm. like, you know, help us out. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of people also said that, that, that in the past month or so, it was very confusing because there were so many different permutations of yeah. how we should eat out, yeah. how we should be, how we should live, and yeah. for various reasons. Yeah. And people were just frustrated. I mean, I'm still frustrated. No, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah people were just frustrated so him like cutting through the fog mm. with with his little like 10 minute 15 minute speech I thought was very helpful quite nice ah, quite no, nice it was, it was quite helpful. prime ministerly I liked it prime minister it was quite prime ministerial <laughs> yes, so I meant. Yes, yeah. yeah although he it did look like he was at points like there, had, there was some kind of like someone coaching him on how to look more human <laughs> <laughs> you know, he would like, there were these really strange moments where he would smile and his oh, eyes yeah. would widen and then his gestures became no, very forceful. It's you true. Know? Yeah. That's when you know he's trying to make a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what was, what was the thing he said that he, where he tried to be relatable? It's like, like uh, cut down, cut down on your, your beer time. Uh, your beer, your, your, uh, your kaki sessions. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, PM leader. And that is perfectly you know, natural language for you to use. I think we talked about it, but it bears repeating. Every time any of these ministers become relatable, it yeah, is it's very, very uncomfortable. Un- uncanny. It's like, so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> No la, don't pretend la. You're actually you're actually just a kind of like slightly soulless bureaucratic automaton. <laughs> but thanks for trying. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, 
comfortable to see. Imagine if like our ministers made a podcast. Would you think anybody would listen? I don't know. No, right? I, <laughs> I think it'll be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of sad to give about how like, you know, like Obama, if he made a podcast, instant hit. In fact, he did. He made a he made a podcast with Bruce Spring- Springsteen. And also he and Michelle uh, did a podcast yeah, episode like, also. The yeah. Americans have it going. Uh, like, yeah. They're just like, they're such a fucking like media circus, right? Even their president. No, that's it. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if that's are, a good yeah. thing, sis. But <laughs> no, no. But, okay. Yeah. Like, I think maybe yeah, I'd rather settle for our slightly anemic politicians <laughs> than like showmen, right? You yeah. know, also like he looked very... Tired lah, poor man. Yeah, because, he did, he did, he did. Because it's, I think it's been a roller coaster. I mean, it's been a roller coaster for all of us. Yeah, yeah. it's true. But anyway, what what was some of the TLDR talk points from that from the conference? Basically, that now, like, oh, I think the the biggest thing that they've been trying to impress on us is like, let's not be afraid of COVID, let's not be scared yes. of it, let's be chill about it. I think it. the phrase yeah. is what that he used was, we need to learn to respect COVID nineteen, and that was the phrase that. That sparked, at least in my chat groups, it sparked very divisive views. I thought the phrase "we need to learn to respect COVID" was actually very yeah, la, good, like respect the enormity of it, yes. and respect that it's a dangerous thing, but and that we needn't live in fear of it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I came from. But people were like, some some other friends of mine saw it negatively and go like, "Why must we respect the disease?" Blah 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 blah. Oh my god! Just take a chill pill and like, like weather at home for ten days. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, which yeah. is the new thing, right? Which is the yeah. new thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I quite like, actually. Yeah, so yeah. I, I also like how we're moving towards relieving the strain in healthcare, in uh, not all these places. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, great. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I think it's good. Yeah, then the next yeah. other TLDR is like when, like, uh, what was it? Like, uh, oh, now if you're unvaccinated, you can't even go shopping center. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to enforce that. Do you have to show your vaccination status at the door when you go in? I I, I think so. Well, this is going to be very difficult to enforce. You are right, sis. The yeah. shopping, I mean, we're not getting this wrong, right? It's actually really shopping centers and hawker centers. Even hawker centers, you need to be vaccinated to dine in. Now, to right? dine in, right. to dine in, yeah. Because wow. last time, last time, no need. Yeah. yeah. But now you do need to. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. all these people who didn't want to get vaccinated now are put in a very difficult open inverted commas place, lah. They should. I think they should go and get vaccinated uh, if they can. If is, they can. This is all be good, yeah. Like I don't know, it comes there's a there's a slight kind of Schadenfreude that comes with this. I I do have to admit admit, that I admit. Yeah, I do have to admit that it makes me like chuckle a little bit, thinking that like you can't even go to like popular bookstore. You really can't leh. You wanna buy stationery, you really have to grab in. (laughs) Imagine having to grab stationery. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I think it's a step in the right direction because I think it's signaling something. Right. It's signaling the, the importance of being vaccinated. Yeah. You know? And also, they uh, also too long didn't read TLDR, uh. booster shots. Oh, I already boring. got the I already yeah. got the message for booster shot, and I'm taking mine on Tuesday. Yeah, right, go for you, go for you. No lah, because mine I got early one yeah, because yeah, teacher yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm taking mine on Tuesday. I'm quite excited. Mm. Yeah. Why are you excited about getting a booster shot? No, because. I think it's an opportunity to show people, look, here is a human being going to go and get his shot and then I can come out of it and go like, yeah, it wasn't anything. Because, a uh, fine example, when I got my message, my sister, who is a nurse, also got her message and she was frightened. And I go like, you're a nurse, why are you frightened? I don't understand. Then she actually said to me, you know, can you go and get it first? And I'm like, girl! <laughs> what does she think is going to happen? I think, so I think she's freaking out because she's thinking about the fact that she has two kids and she's a mother. So there's all sorts of different things that she has on her plate that right. I don't, that maybe makes this a little bit more scary for her. And okay, you know what? I will respect that. But that's where I'm coming from. It's right. an opportunity for me to, to to showcase that, you know, this is fine. Let's all go and do it. Then I can say, yeah, I had my third booster wow, shot. You are really very like social studies. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're very good citizen lah. You know what, Joel? We are only resource. <laughs> Censorship. Censorship bell. Uh, and then I guess finally the most interesting thing is now we got more countries we can go to, right? <gasps> of ah, course. South Korea. So all these squid game fools can just leave. <laughs> to just like go there and experience the first hand. Yeah. Just go there go. And, ex- get, and do the squid game tour and leave us all alone. Yeah, but then also like Europe and North America. Yeah. So it's quite good. I can go back to London and yeah, then not can. have to quarantine on the way back in anymore. Are you excited about this? I, I mildly, mildly, yeah. Because I feel like this has been the this has been the milestone I've been waiting for when we could when I can like leave Singapore, go back to London, like do all my work, and then right. come back without having to pay like hefty, ba- basically unimpeded fees. travel both ways, lah. Yeah, mm. that's so. It's like you know, at least it's nice to know that that option is on the table. Again. No, no, I, mm. I hear you. And Although I'm, like I, I'm not going anywhere anyway, time soon. I don't yeah, lah. But, but mm. I'm also excited about the fact that travel is now an option. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh my god, where would glad. you go? I was thinking of Denmark or or Canada. <laughs> Dear listener. <laughs> We've got <laughs> France, we've got Spain, Italy, UK, various parts of the US, but no, this one wants to go to Denmark <laughs> and Canada. It's like, what? Okay, it sure, I'm those, very large, like, sure, I'm sure those are great places, but you know, you know, to each his own. <laughs> Like I You're struggle I struggle now to think about what Denmark is famous for apart from Hamlet, which was actually written by an Englishman. So, you know help me out here. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry to any go, Danes I'm sorry to any Danes listening, but I bet like nobody like I bet in Denmark they think the same thing about Singapore. So hey. I go there and let you know. Ah, okay. <laughs> what, what like Danish, Danish da- Danish is like the pastry. Maybe. Is like, it no Danish the pastry is named after a place in the UK, see, I believe. Exa- I, a, I'm beginning to sense a pattern here about like the like Denmark being famous, being made famous by English people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so ignorant. That's I'm so good. ignorant. I'm just another ignorant Chinese person in the world. Yeah, come for me, Dan. Come for me, Dan. Whatever. Can, okay. Come for me. Okay. Other than the UK, where would you go? Can I just be honest? I, of course. I am not much of a traveler. I really am not. What? I I find traveling stressful and like when oh I know I, this. Yes, I don't yes, like yes, traveling. Yes, yes. So like that probably accounts for my you know kind of small myopic view of the world. Okay. But like I find I I just don't. I like going to places that I already know, which kind of limits the view. <laughs> You know, no. While you don't like, tra- I have to also say, I have to say though that you are a good traveler, even though you don't like. No, it. it's because like every time we travel together, I just let you do- decide everything. <laughs> that's that's why you know I'm what? a good traveler. That is correct. Yeah, I was just like, huh? Oh, this doesn't go. Okay, okay. <laughs> Actually, if I have to admit, the most interesting thing for me about the whole like today's stuff, uh, COVID address on the yes. TV, right? It's just like <laughs> PM Lee's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to be so I mean, shallow. I, I have to say that I was on multiple chat groups <laughs> as this was going on and everybody said the same thing. Someone actually said this phrase, I can't tell if it's ugly or high fashion. Yeah, which is like the sweet spot, right? Because most of the time you look at fashion and going like, is it ugly or... Correct. Yeah. And, and this is like... As I totally forget, for those of you who didn't watch it, like it was this weird sort of like formless, shapeless, yeah. like periwinkle blue. Um, I have no idea. Like jacket. He looked like a hospital attendant. Yeah, but he also <laughs> looked like he could have been on the set of The Fifth Element. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, what, what is going on? It was so ambiguous. Like, because you're so used to seeing him in either batik or, or like pink, the pink shirt, pink right? It's just like, this one really looked like he just came out of his like office or like, oh, I don't know, did he get He like, came out of a spaceship. Yeah, or a spaceship. I think they're all aliens. Yeah, or like, I don't know. Is he like, is he like, well, but also like, was he training for like a triathlon? I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know. Yeah, it, it raised but, a lot of questions. Yeah, but it just made him look cold. As in, like, he looked like he was, like, like cold. Like, you uh. know, like, he needed warmth. Oh, really? And then, like, some... It's, like, anemic. Uh, the whole thing came across a yes. bit anemic. It, it, it needed a bit of colour. Yeah, but so fashion. Yeah, so but, fashion. But, but very fashion. It's, like, it looked like Comme des Garçons, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> it really it's, like, it's, like, is it Comme des Garçons or, like... Uh, winter time from you know the the, the winter wear <laughs> shop. Oh my god! I'm yes. so confused. Yeah, was, and then like the, the yeah, but then the magic blue cup also did make an appearance. Yeah, and I think I I swear when he drank from that, I'm sure every Singaporean was thinking, oh my god, is he ah, gonna speak Mandarin but never, now? But, but never. never. And I, I, like, I love PM Lee. PM Lee is just constantly pulling the rug from under our feet. Truly, it's just like you never know we're gonna get with him. Yeah. Right? Then I think about the PM PM's address, right? So I don't know if you were, like I was watching it on TV because like I was watching it on YouTube. Ah, okay, I was watching it on TV. Um, and there was this like little box at the corner with a sign, like live sign, sign ah, language I didn't interpretation, see that. right? Yeah, okay. So I think it was only on like um, TV. Halfway through, like the this very capable looking sign language translation, I noticed that like I I I I looked away, and then when I looked back at the screen, it was a different woman. <laughs> Like suddenly it was like a different woman. I was just like, wait, what happened the there? The security force tackled her to uh, the ground. It's like did the first one like ex- like take the opportunity to sign some kind of like subversive message? You run, know, run, right? Or it's like solidarity with Jonathan Wham, I don't know. <laughs> like, or you know, and then like was she tackled by like you know yeah. an IS- like an ISD officer fluent in sign language? <laughs> I don't know because like you know within the blink of an eye, someone else who looked a little harrowed at that moment, like she had just been thrown into the fray, and like it was just like picking up from where. The you know when I left, left off, off. Yeah. oh my god and then I noticed like um, it happened again <gasps> oh my god yeah so I think maybe they were on shift la. oh yeah. it's not that we have like a gaggle of like, like sign subversive language. sign language <laughs> interpreters no, no la. I think they're just I think just signing for long for long periods of time must must be quite a yeah, tiring act because you kind of have to translate on, on the, the fly, spot. yeah. It's really difficult. Yeah, I mean, so like kudos to them. Yeah, yeah that looked very difficult. Maybe 15 but they minute w- shift, lah. 15 but minute also, shift. Also, right, the sign language interpretation looked more expressive than the PM. Because she's hearing it for the first time, she's also happy. She's also like, she's like uh, huh? huh? What? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she was told to like keep it positive. Yeah, maybe. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing for me <laughs> that was quite irritating was the. The, 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 when, when they went into the, the task force thing The whole table And the four ministers And this very clinical setting I wish Every time we have these Stupid briefings right That they would Zhuzh it up a little bit <laughs> Like palm trees Yeah <laughs> Do it behind a green screen Then maybe like Have them underwater One <laughs> Then next one is like On a desert island Yeah <laughs> like, a, like a zoom chat Yeah right, with yeah. the malayan At the back Maybe like Just zhuzh it up Because it's so Dull. Yeah, and if we are to heed our Prime Minister's exhortation that we no longer <laughs> live in fear of COVID, yeah, this helps. Like, yeah, lighten just, the mood. Yeah, you know, or like green screen, <laughs> like I don't know, some kind of like a uh, bikini bottom on Lawrence Wong. Please do I, it. Anything, yeah. right? Or like halfway through, he's saying something, and then SpongeBob SquarePants just kind of <laughs> bounces along in the background. Yeah, there's there's basically so much room for improvement here if we want to change the tone of this. <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, right? Okay, so like to reflect on like so the the. What's it called? Like the core interministerial task force, multi-ministry like, task like, yeah, force. Yeah, the Lawrence Wong show for angry men, whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> like, it's like okay. I have to admit that when I hear them speak, right? Because like, let's face it, like Ong Ye Kung and to some extent Lawrence Wong, not the best speakers. Like to the point mm. when like S Iswaran came on to speak, right? And he spoke with this beautiful like uh, clear diction. It was like my ears were healed. <laughs> yeah, because like oh Ong, God. yeah, Ong Ye Kung, who by the way looked very upset. Mm. He looked very surly, like. 
like you know I some, think he tired I think uh. he tired yeah maybe lah but he also very tanned so I guess he's been playing a lot of golf I don't know I think he always this this tanned yeah <laughs> and then like and then also Lawrence Wong right they have this kind of like I have to sorry to be snobby about it but like the articulation a bit bad like Lawrence mm. Wong has this weird stress pattern <laughs> measure look at that it's like I, we are, we've all been under a lot of pressure. We need to implement new measures. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's like the stress pattern was giving me a headache. <laughs> Actually, PM Lee also, the stress pattern was giving me a headache. Your Ongyeke also, the stress pattern was me a headache. You so know, you, it's like, you just came out of it with a migraine. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's maybe the next thing, like to, kind of like, to write off what you're saying about, like, zhuzhing up the aesthetic, right? It's like, can we maybe, like, get this, like, press conference delivered by, like, you know, like, artists, like, Ivan Heng, <laughs> Diana Sir. <laughs> You know, just come on. Usually, I would hate giving the COVID. Mm, I, darling. Mm, darlings. <laughs> darlings, I think mm. we don't have to be afraid. Today, the cases are not so bad, yes, you know. Just get mm. vaccinated, darling. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like keep it keep it nice and breezy and friendly. Yeah. We took it on news anchors even to do it. Like, yeah. who's the one with a really long face? What's her name? <laughs> Yeah, I forget her name, but like even even she would do a better job of it. Or like Bharati Jagdish, come on, her voice could heal the nation. Like any number of these people who are like used to being in front of a camera. No, absolutely. Yeah, I, and then like maybe the ministers can be like in another room, like giving them prompts yeah. through a wire or whatever, <laughs> right? I think I think it just needs to be condensed in a in a bit more palatable fashion Correct. so that people receive the information a little bit better. Yeah. Or like get better script writers I don't know Because you know I Okay yeah If you are within the sound of my voice right Like I'm very available To write scripts for you Ah sister Ken Sister Ken Ah, Because you know what we heard today Is like We know it's been very confusing So we are introducing this new thing Where if you test positive Here's what you follow And we call it The 1, 2, 3 protocol Because (laughs) there's 3 protocols Number one protocol is this I'm just like And then if in doubt Refer to protocol 1 It's like no 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 this is not any less confusing. It's yeah, like, it really was. At, at points, I mean, at points I checked out. Because it's more, I had this one more difficult else. than Helen and Ivan and the coins. <laughs> is it Ivan? Yeah, Helen, uh, Helen, Helen Ivan, Ivan and the coins. I think some yeah. people should vomit after Right, this. yeah. It's, uh, I hear already about the vomit. <laughs> Don't need it. This uh, is how you use the artist. Yes, they are, they are a great are, resource. We are so patriotic. We yes. just, we want, just use us, tap on our expertise. Yeah. You know, this is how we make us essential. This <laughs> Like let us let us serve the nation this Truly, way. Truly, this we is are, your national service. Correct. You let us do NDP, right? We can also do COVID briefing. <laughs> can I tell you if you let artists do COVID briefing, right? Everybody will follow. Everybody will follow. Yeah. You know, even if like it's like some horrible thing, like still like tomorrow one only one person can go and eat out, mm. right? They'll be like, hmm. At least the way they said it was quite fun. Uh. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Correct. You know. Yeah, we do lah. Ivan Heng said there's nothing better than dining alone, right? So yeah, tr- quite true. Uh, quite true. Darling, have this yeah. time to yourself. It's like if you can't love yourself, how are you gonna love anybody? else right mm. dine in by yourself appreciate your own company correct oh. <laughs> <sighs> we've come to the end of another episode oh. and I just want to say like on a real serious note that when we took this break and I posted that that that, that, that little uh, thing on Instagram oh saying, you did you posted something on Instagram I posted something on Instagram saying that we were taking a break uh, so many of you dear listeners actually uh messaged us privately on Instagram uh, messaged the podcast rather privately on Instagram uh, m- making sure that we were okay Aww. leaving comments it was very very sweet thanks everyone yeah, thank it, you dear listeners it was very nice and, and uh, I don't know I, I felt I felt very loved la. yeah, yeah thank you I, I, I feel like you've got our back yeah, got so, our back. So it was very nice, and I just really want to say thank you for thank you for all. Them. Yeah, thank you. We are okay, right? We are okay. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm okay. Are you? I'm. I'm. 
I mean, I have good days and bad days, lah. Uh. But generally, I'm okay, lah. As I'm sure it's the same with you. Yeah, I mean, like I'm glad the podcast is back. I guess, like, Me too. I, I feel like I, I feel nervous about promising we'll be out every week. No, you know, yeah. but like, you know, I feel it's something to kind of keep us grounded a little bit. And we've Absolutely. got some plans for future episodes that oh, I think will be quite do. interesting. And we are quite excited about. Yeah, them. we are quite excited about some of the episodes we've got. Yeah. and I'm very happy to be back talking shit with you, Kishan. Yes, me too, Joe. I'm so happy also. All right. Mm. Well, thank you, dear listeners, for sticking through with us. Yep, yep, yep. And we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. This has been Joel the Clean <laughs> signing off. And this is Kishan. Bye-bye. Bye.